welcome to the J-Rad and B-Ben show, the show where we talk about all the things we care about. How you doing, Ben? Good. And today of the podcast, we are going to be talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a.k.a. T-M-N-T. That's right. Every week we're going to talk about two episodes. So today we're going to talk about the first two episodes. But before we do that, why don't we talk about our week? Ben, how was your week? My week was good. I enjoyed playing Minecraft. If you like Minecraft, stick around because we because there is a thing called Minecraft Minute. You talk about your week first. Okay, let's see. This week I was on a plane a lot. Last weekend I was in Seattle and having fun. Cool. Uh, I got to go to the arcade. That was really cool. Do you remember that? What was your favorite part of that? Do you remember? Yeah, I think I I say visiting the Space Needle was my favorite. Yeah, I like it a lot too. And and then I was on a plane again. That was less fun, but it was an easy plane flight. I've been reading the Hunger Game books again. The what? Their book about like the future of America and it's like a uprising. So I've been, I think I read probably, I was a little sick this week, so I took half a Monday off. I probably read a book and a half this week, I would bet. Okay. And then, Ben, anything else you did this week? I went to Beach Boardwalk. What? I got a free coupon. What the heck? I'm going to go to Beach Boardwalk. And a free unicorn. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wait, is that what that unicorn came from? Yeah. Oh, that name was gross. <laughs> <laughs> but it did have a hole in it. I don't know. It was just gross. Uh, <laughs> okay, so let's get into our episodes. We are watching the 2012 version of TMNT, and that's on Netflix. So B-Ben has watched all the episodes, right? But remember, none except for the two beginning. And me and J-Rad, I've watched none of these episodes, but I watched all of 1990s cartoon episodes. So... I know a lot about Ninja Turtles and the way they should be before this show changed everything. So I'm going to have a lot of comparisons to the old show. And I, when I was a kid, I had all the action figures and sets. So, I'm still good. I'm still I'm still voting that this week's episodes are better than like 1990. No, disagree. They are way better. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. The synopsis of the first two episodes, Rise of the Turtles, Part 1 and 2. The show opens on the four turtles fighting each other. Leonardo, the turtle with the blue mask, is fighting Michelangelo with the orange mask. We see that Leo is a great fighter and very serious, and Mikey is fun-loving, making jokes. Leo easily beats Mikey. Then we see Donatello in the purple mask fighting Raph in the red mask. Raph is super serious and easily defeats Donatello. And he does some trash talking as part of it. Raph and Leo then fight each other, where Raph beats Leo with a really cool throw with his side. He's clearly the best fighter of the four. The Master Splinter comes out to teach the lesson. Today was about improving, not about being the best or winning today's fight. Next we see the turtles eating some algae and worms. Ugh, that's what you normally feed a turtle. Oh, that's so disgusting. 
and Splinter tells their origin story. Splinter was a human buying four baby turtles, but then is attacked and has green ooze spilled on him and all the turtles. The ooze transforms Splinter from a man into a giant talking rat. Oh, may I have a question? How, who is a Splinter? Oh yeah, we'll come back to that. The ooze transforms Splinter from a man into a giant talking rat and turns the turtles into walking talking turtles. Flash forward, the turtles are turning 15 and they want to go to the surface world. Splinter eventually set, says okay and reminds them not to talk to strangers and that everyone is a stranger. Oh, and yeah, he says the bathrooms up on the surface are filthy. That's true, and he was in a sewer. <laughs> they come out of the sewer and see some graffiti, including a Kilroy was here drawing. They walk in the street and scare a pizza delivery guy and have their first ever pizza. The turtles love eating it, and they take to the rooftops to avoid being seen. From the rooftops, they see April O'Neil and her dad for the first time, and Donnie is immediately in love. A mysterious fan pulls up and looks to kidnap April and her father. The kidnappers all look exactly the same. The turtles have their first fight that isn't the brothers sparring with each other, and it doesn't go well. Raph even tries the signature side-throwing move he used on Leo earlier in the episode, and it doesn't work. The four turtles know how to fight as individuals, but they do not know how to fight as a team. April and her dad are taken with Raph, Leo, and Donnie chasing after the van, and Mikey is left to fight a remaining kidnapper, one of the guys who looks like all the others. They duck into an alley where Mikey knocks down the guy, and we see inside the man is a giant brain with teeth and eyes and a lot of legs and gross. gross. If you haven't watched the 1990 version, the prank is really annoying. Agreed, his voice is annoying. Mikey tries to show his brothers the robot that carries the brain, but it's gone. Back at home, the four turtles are arguing about why they lost. Splinter is reprimanding them and decides they need a leader. Leo raises his hand first to be leader, then Raph, then Donnie, then Mikey. Splinter pretends he's going to take a long time to decide, but then he says Leo is the leader. Leo finds a building with the same symbol as the one on the van, and they wait until the van shows up again. After a long wait, the van shows up with the same driver, but when the turtles go to fight him, he has a space gun. The turtles chase the van over the rooftops, with Leo eventually throwing a ninja star to pop the tire of the van, which sends it flipping over. As the turtles approach, a canister with the same ooze that transformed them rolls out in the back of the van, and Mikey says, Mom? <laughs> That's when episode one ends. <clears throat> That's right. Second episode starts and Raph is interrogating the driver of the van. We learn the driver's name is Snake. Raph then turns up the interrogation and threatens to pour the ooze on the driver. Snake says the kidnappers call themselves the Krang, and they're kidnapping scientists across the city, and they're taking them out of the city tonight. So that's what the aliens call themselves. That's right. Snake escapes and they chase him down. Raph and Leo spot Snake and give him a fake story so that Snake tells the Krang false information. We go back to the turtle's lair and we see Donnie starting to build his first gadget, this hand thing with spikes. Then we see Raph's softer side as he says goodbye to his baby turtle. But we don't know if Donatello that if that was Donatello's first invention because there's this kick dummy stand. Oh, that's true. Good point. Mikey makes fun of Raph and Raph starts chasing him with a wooden spoon. Leo and Splinter are talking about leadership. Splinter tells his origin story, whereas arch enemy Saki, the Shredder, and he fought back in Japan. Splinter lost his wife and his daughter in the final battle, 
He splits her moving to New York after that fight and buying the baby turtles. Next we find April and her father in some prison cell where everything is purple. April pretends to be sick to attack the guard, but the guard doesn't seem to even notice her attack. Nat Snake is talking to two of the Krang robots, and the Krang robots start talking funny, which really upsets Snake. But, like, they still talk like the normal version. They talk way complicated, but their voice is less annoying. That's true. Suddenly, Snake's van is driving super fast down the road towards the building and crashes into the main door and explodes. The mutagen splashes on Snake and we see him start to transform. Next we look at the van and we see that Donnie has made the van so it can drive itself. And in the background we see that it was a distraction and turtles are using Donnie's spiked hand things to climb the wall. I believe they're calling that. I think they're grabbing onto the birds. With the spikes. And then it's like... <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> the audio, people can't see it. Yeah, but that was a good laugh. That was good. For some reason, Raph and Leo easily defeat the two Krang robots, and Donnie notices there are metals and tech in this in this room that we do not have on here on Earth. They are called power lines. I thought Donnie saw called them power lines. Oh, that's later. Here we start again. For some reason. Uh, so, Rap and Leo easily defeat two Krang robots, and Donnie notices that there are metals and other tech in this building that don't exist on Earth. For the first time, we see the Krang robots without their human skin. This time, the turtles do much better fighting the robots and quickly defeat all of them. Another brain pops up screeching at the turtles, and Donnie knocks it out. When it wakes up, it tries to bite Mikey, who throws it into an alarm. No, I think... No, the, the three turtles... Screen, but Mikey, Mikey slammed it with its tricks. The turtles follow the power conduits to the prison cell and free April and her dad from the cell. They escape, but aren't able to bring April and her dad with them. They run outside with Raph using the arm of a robot to block the door. When they look up, they encounter Snake, who is mutated into a giant weed. Mikey then says what all of us are thinking. Why didn't Snake transform into a snake? <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought you should transform into a snake. I didn't think that was logic. Raph, Leo, and Mikey fight Snakeweed and the Krang robots while Ronnie, Donnie goes to catch the helicopter that has April and her dad. Donnie is able to use his bow to pull vault and grab the copter landing pads, while Leo comes up with a plan to electrocute Snakeweed. Donnie throws a ninja star at a Krang robot, knocks him out of the copter, but as the robot falls, he fires his gun, putting Donnie and the copter off balance, which causes April to fall out of the helicopter. Donnie jumps after her, catches her in midair, lands them on the ground, with a lot of jumps and somersaults. No, it was like he lands on the ground, and he finds flips and catches her. Donnie arrives on the scene, fighting, figures out the plan to electrocute Snakeweed and helps his brothers defeat the new monster. As the episode wraps up, we see that the Krang now know that the turtles exist and see them as enemies and need to be eliminated. Snakeweed seems to be like he might be alive, and April goes to her aunts to stay, and she and the turtles vow to work together to find her dad. Back in the sewer, Splinter tells Leo why he chose him to be the leader. Splinter chose Leo because he asked. As a leader, you learn there aren't right and wrong, only choices. 
but then Splinter just says, oh, and then Leo says, uh, you could have picked anyone, including Mikey, and then Splinter finally says, no, that would be wrong. That's <laughs> true. Mikey sees the turtles on the news and is excited that they're famous. The episode ends with a flashover to Tokyo, where Rokosaki recognizes Splinter's symbol and readies his jet to fly to New York to confront his old enemy. Oh, by the way, all the ninja stars have that symbol. He was just like, hmm, what does sound like That's what I'm assuming. That was a great first two episodes. The episode, we started to learn about some of the turtle personalities, right? So Leo, he's like the leader, but he also likes, he's a sci-fi nerd. He's competent. You yeah. gotta admit that. That's true. What about Mikey? What's Mikey like? Like, really silly. <laughs> <laughs> he does Booyakasha in the intro, I believe. That's true. And he, and he likes to name things. I yeah. Think, I think that might stick. I wrote them down. I feel like. I feel like I remember that from my past, is where he's the one who names all the enemies. Except for the one. Except for one. Which we will not discuss, because it's not in the two episodes. Oh, got it. And then Donnie likes to invent things. And he's also the first one to like a girl of his brothers. Well, technically none of them fall in love. That is true. And then what about Raph? What, do you, what would you say about Raph? Raph is just have major issues. What does that mean, major issues? Well, when he's around his pet turtle, uh, which we do not learn the name of it. So. Tell me more about Raph. What is Raph like? Raph has major mad issues. Oh, yeah. I think he's very, he just has a lot of emotions. If he can't beat a person, he's like, yeah! I think, but he's softer side too. So I think he just has a lot of emotions. He's very sensitive. Yeah, he has a soft side for the for his turtle buddy. Do you think which turtle are you like? I don't know. Um, uh, probably Leonardo, Michelangelo, and uh, probably not. I'm probably all of them. I can be all of them. Okay, so if you had to narrow it down, if you had to pick two, what two are you the most like? Leonardo and <laughs> Raphael. You gotta admit that. I'm kind of like Raphael. I would have picked for you Donnie and probably Leonardo. Yeah, that works. What about for me? What two would you pick for me? Um, Leonardo and Michelangelo. I like it. I like it a lot. Isn't that the same two you gave me? No, I said Donatello and Leonardo. Oh, yeah. So, let's talk about weapons. So, Leo has two katana blades. Donatello has a bow. Raphael has a sigh. Bow? You just said bow. A bow. He has a stick. No, it's a bow. It's called a bow. I believe it's called a stick. (laughs) It's not called a stick. There's no weapon called a stick. (laughs) (laughs) No, there is. (laughs) And in this version, Michelangelo has nunchucks that turn into a... I looked looked it up. It's a core sour gamma. What the? So it's a different weapon, but somehow his nunchucks turn into it. I don't know how. Because it's a cartoon. Because, like, there's a button that does it, but, like, that... The what you just said has it like permanently. What did I just say? 
I don't know. <laughs> it has a permanently, but I've seen I've seen it before. But like it does it permanently and they're and they're black. Or Saragama. I believe that appears in He Man. Uh it could be. It also appears in Chong Chi, remember? Oh yeah, that's where I memorized it. Yeah, his sister had it. So do you have a favorite weapon? Which would if you had to pick a weapon, which one would you pick? I would probably pick the nunchucks. That's a good one. I think I would probably pick the stick. I mean, the bow. <laughs> oh, you caught it! A stick! It's a stick! It's a stick! It's a bow. It's a stick now. Another thing that I think about is Leo became the leader in this episode, right? Yeah. So what are some qualities of a good leader that you like? Probably about leading. <laughs> <laughs> Probably about the team have to take your commands. Oh, they have to, huh? Isn't doesn't Leo learn that lesson though? That like the team's not going to listen to him just because he's called the leader. Yeah. What? How does? What did he learn about that? Right? Because that's what the TV show did. His sci-fi show said, "Just do what I say, and then the people do it." But that's not how leadership works, is it? Yeah. How does it work in real life? It probably works if everyone agrees on it. Oh, that's a good idea. Like consensus. And then, have you ever? Anyone ever nominated you to be the leader? No. No? Not at least when I remember. Okay. Okay. What? Okay. Who is the rat? You mean Splinter? Yeah. Who is Splinter? Did they not name his thing? I mean, I know what happened in the 90s. What happened? So there's two different versions of Splinter that I remember. There's the one where he's like the rat who copies his human master and then becomes... Yeah, that's in the movie. That's in the movie, and I think it might be a TV show. And then there's the one where he's like a ninja master, and then he transforms into a rat, because it's ooze, and he's standing next to a rat, I guess. No. I think the ooze just does it. Oh, it doesn't matter what you're touching? Oh, wait. First of all, he was spooked by a rat. Yeah, like in the... Snake must hate weeds. Could be, or maybe he's standing on a weed. No. Like, in the original 90s cartoon, it was combining the DNA of whatever you were touching. So it took, like, DNA from a, a rat and Who a knows? human and turned them into the same thing. Who knows? I don't know. So, do you think Splinter, in his old life, was a good guy or a bad guy? Definitely a good guy. Why do you think so? You can tell so. Because the Krang are evil. So, Splinter's a good guy now, but before Splinter turned into a rat... He was fighting what looked like a gangster, which makes me think maybe Splinter was a gangster. No, I think he turned in a gangster. I think I think Stretter turned into a blank gangster after uh they be after they fall fell apart. Could be because they might have both been good guys. Then they wanted to be on a different side, so Shredder took the bad side. Do you know anybody who's really good at martial arts, though, and yeah. has mortal enemies? Mm, not mortal enemies, but I know that. Uh, I wonder arts. I wonder if Splinter was actually a gangster, as was any his main gang rival was Orokosaki. No, his main... No, Orokosaki was his best friend, so... Uh, but why were they fighting each other? For a girl. Interesting. That's why I picked up. Maybe they also maybe they ran fight like dueling dojos. I don't know. When you get a nickname like the Shredder, 
I tend to think you're not a nice person, and if your best friend is Splinter, does that make you not a nice person? But wait, why did both of their names start with S? Uh, I have never thought of that. I haven't either. That's pretty good. What else? What else should we talk about? But, like, what are the old cartoon weapons? Uh, the old cartoon weapons are the same. They look a little... Like, you never see Leo cut anything, even though he's got swords. You only see him cut pizza. Yeah, and then you see him in this one cut robots and stuff. Um, you don't really ever see blood because it's a kid's cartoon. Because they're not chopping up real people. Yeah, they didn't use Ninja Stars in the original. I don't remember that. Yeah, but like in the DDD, they do. Because they use the time capsule to get to the dimensions. Oh, got it. Yeah, I think the weapons are the same. The personalities are the same. I think it's just an updated version. Colors are the same. Yeah, the weird thing about the the old cartoon is that they never actually hurt anybody. Yeah, I think it was just a little different. Different times. They just they just poked up the weapon and then that blew off. Oh, could be. Okay, now the most important topic. What is your favorite pizza place? Domino's. I think I like either Maldonado's or Domino's is pretty good, I'll be honest. Roundtable Pizza is probably my second favorite. Domino's might be might be there too, though. DoorDash is the fastest pizza. That's true. And then pepperoni. Always pepperoni. I would say probably uh, ham. Ooh. Do you like pineapple on your pizza? Yeah. What the heck? Pineapple pizza is the best. You're disgusting. <laughs> Okay, now for our next segment, we're going to do one minute each. Ben's going to do a one Minecraft minute, and I'm going to do one cooking show minute. Okay, I'm starting the timer. Go. So, let's let's talk about defense. If you want defense for your base, I would suggest a snow golem and um, guardian and a guardian and whatever those big white things are, those big white things you are. If you're in creative and you want to protect a house from a pro gamer, just make like an ender pearl teleporter, but I've never used, I've never done it. Like go inside your base, then teleport and to your real base, which a pro Minecraft player will never find. Then your base is safe. And make it under the your actual under your secret base under your um, fake base, okay? And that will wrap up Minecraft Minute. That's pretty impressive. I just love this. I think I understood about ten percent of that. <laughs> okay, next up, I'm going to talk about cooking shows. Three, two, one. This week on cooking shows, I watched I watched Great Food Truck Race and the Maybe Cheese Born With It, the mac and cheese truck, is going to face off against Senoritas, which is a plant-based Latin and Cuban food food truck in the finals. Okay. And I think I think mac and cheese is going to win because they're better at sales, even though their food doesn't look that good. But like mac and cheese is just yummy. 
That's true. True story. Let's see. I also watched Guy's Grocery Games, and I was watching the old episode where they had all the judges compete against each other. And, oh, and then I was watching a replay of the Beach House uh, competition where they remodel a beach house. And in that one, it wasn't very good. It was the behind-the-scenes episode, so I didn't enjoy it. And then I didn't watch any Beat Bobby Flay this week, but we should watch some Beat Bobby Flay tonight because I think it's really good. So, yeah, only food truck race this week. That wraps up Cook Show Minute. I love this name. Okay, now we're going to get into an audience question. This question comes from Myra, who lives in Mountain View. Her question is, what is your favorite food? And, and joining us to answer this question is James. So let's start with James. James, what's your favorite food? My favorite food can be dessert. Sure. Yeah. Dessert's food? My favorite dessert would be mint chocolate chip ice cream. Okay. Mint chocolate chip ice cream. That, that's on brand. Okay. Okay, definitely. I would have. I definitely doesn't doubt. Doesn't surprise me. You pick something with sugar. <laughs> James, what's your real favorite food? My real favorite food is sugar. <laughs> my really, really, my really, really favorite, 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 favorite. Just get to the favorite, point. Favorite. Favorite fruit is watermelon. Okay. Watermelon! And B-Ben, how about you? What's your favorite food? Mac and cheese! That's funny. He's <laughs> like, oh, mac and cheese! James. Ooh. And my favorite food is, I like burritos. Why, 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 why? They're so big and they have so many, they have steak in them. Why? I would say that's my second. I agree. I would say that would be my food. Bruh. James, thanks for joining us for the audience question. Chocolate popsicles is my second. James. <laughs> James, thanks for joining us for the audience question. <laughs> so, that was the end of the podcast. It sounds like a pretty good first episode. How about you, B-Ben? Did you have a good time? Yeah. What about next week? What are we going to do next week? Talk about episode three through four of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and I'm going to watch some more cooking shows. And I'm going to learn some new Minecraft tips. Oh, and, and I think the end of next week, we're going on vacation. Oh, yeah. That's going to be exciting. Okay, everybody, have a really good week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Be Ben and J Rad out. Algebra and worms? Disgusting. We all know that. I'm actually giving the shivers. Oh, you must have to have... That was more annoying. First bite of pizza out of the whole group. Minecraft Minute! 
This episode is brought to you by the letter Q. And mac and cheese, because who doesn't love mac and cheese?